Good morning, and welcome to another lesson based on the International Sunday School lesson, uh, according to the Urban Ministries, and our title for this quarter is Celebrating God. Let us begin with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for another day of group worship. Please help us to worship you in spirit and truth. As we experience this Christian journey, please help us to remember that every day will not be easy and that we will sometimes be misunderstood, sometimes not accepted or appreciated, but there is comfort in knowing you will never leave us. Help us to continually seek to please you and not man. Then as the lesson teaches us today, please help us to, um, help us to know how to celebrate and praise you for justice and righteousness. We thank you for all your blessings. Amen. This lesson comes from the book of Psalm. Uh, and Psalms is a collection of songs and prayers, a book of poetry, of praise, worship, and confession to God, expressing the heart and soul of humanity. Psalm 9 was written by David. And it expresses his uh, confidence in God's ability to execute power and justice. It offers an insight into David's highs and lows of life. Psalm 9, as did many of the Psalms, uh, was used to lead the people into the worship of the Most High God. This psalm was played to the tune of the death of the Son the S-O-N, son. The title of today's uh, lesson is Praise God for Justice and Righteousness. Scriptural text, Psalm 9, verses 1 through 12. And it's divided into two parts. A reason to praise and a reason to believe. Section 1, a reason to praise, verses 1 through 9. And I'll be reading the NIV version. I will give thanks to you, you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. My enemies turn back. They stumble and perish before you. For you have upheld my right and my cause, sitting enthroned as the righteous judge. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken my enemies. You have rooted out, you have uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. David begins this psalm with genuine, earnest praise to God for his marvelous works. David was fully aware of the power and might of God. He'd had his shares of trouble, you know, his good intentions and loyalty to King Saul were only met with jealousy and numerous attempts on his life. There were many battles and hardships. Through it all, God gave David victory after victory that eventually brought the nation of Israel to prominence. David's humility and submission to God rewarded him with God's favor. David wanted the people to sing this song so that they would be reminded of how God upholds and defends his people against their enemies. 
He wanted the people to know that God vindicates. And when he does, he will cause those he vindicate for to forget about those who oppose them. We too can learn from today's text. David reminds us that when we humble ourselves and seek God's face, seeking to do his will, he will bless us with victory. God's vindication will cause us to forget the pain and ill will inflicted upon us by others, whether it's on our jobs, whether it's from our families or circle of friends, or even from the church. That should cause all of us reason to praise his holy name. Section two, a reason to believe, verses seven through 12. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He rules the world in righteousness and judges the people with equity. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Sing the praises of the Lord enthroned in Zion. Proclaim among the nations what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers. He does not ignore the cries of the afflicted. David's relationship with the Lord has given him insight on this truth. And, 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 and that truth is God's true to his word. He's powerful. And he will not forsake you. God, uh, David acknowledges that God will reign forever. And he will rule and judge the world with righteousness. God can be trusted. And he will not forsake those who seek him and those who cry to him because of their afflictions. Romans 12, 9 reflects the, uh, some of what David is conveying here. It reads, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, saith the Lord. You see, God knows the heart and motives behind all ill toward his anointed. He judges and avenges all sin according to his wisdom. We are just mega humans. And so sometimes we can get it wrong because we don't know the heart of man. We don't know what is behind uh, uh, what they do and why they do what it, whatever is negative toward us. So um, God will avenge for his people. So we are to let go and let God do what he does. David offered reasons for God's people to believe in him because he knew firsthand that God that he served was true to his word and could be trusted. He trusted God through all the injustices he endured and God gave him victory. Knowing that gave David reason to praise God for justice and righteousness. All who trust and believe in him have reasons to praise him and to believe him. That takes us to lesson implications. God should always be praised is the first. Accepting Jesus Christ as Lord does not save us from, any dif from all difficulties. Just as David's loyalty and service to King Saul 
were met with jealousy and ill will, and he faced oppositions from enemy and enemies and family members. Christians may face opposition and injustices too. They may come, uh, we may be falsely accused and misunderstood by friends, family, and colleagues. We may not be truly appreciated by others for the love we show and the deeds we do. We may not be acknowledged, valued, or rewarded for our works and services. Or our ideas and suggestions, they may not be received or may be ignored. If our motives are right for whatever we do, and we seek God's will and approval, should we experience any of the injustices forementioned, we still will offer praises to God, just as we do when we experience favor and acceptance. Keeping our eyes fixed on God and not our circumstances, keep our hearts and minds at peace. We continue to serve him, whether the service is recognized or not. Two, believe God's word. The Bible consists of God's inspired word. It was written to inspire and encourage us to trust him, to believe in him. Today's writer was David, but there are many other biblical writers who witnessed the power, presence, and wisdom of God. If we're to please God, his word says that we must believe. Hebrews 11.1 1 states, now faith is evidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. That's believing. If we understood everything that was written in the Bible, we wouldn't need faith. We wouldn't need faith. That is why we will never truly understand everything. We will read the Bible over and over and we can read the same scripture and God will give us something new through his Holy Spirit. Because see, the Holy Spirit helps us to understand God's holy word as our relationships grow with him. But there will always be something new to learn and something new for the Holy Spirit to show us from God's word. All we have to do is believe. David gave us reason to do that. Other believers have testimonies of why we should believe. We need to share our testimonies of why we believe. That way, more and more people in the world will have reason to praise God for his marvelous works. Have a beautiful weekend and may God bless.